Welcome back to another episode of the Pitch Pod, everybody. I'm your host, Jeff Stebbins. With me, as always, my trusty co-host, Joe Janner. Joe, how are you doing tonight? Jeff, I'm doing fine, as always. Glad to be a part of the Pitch Pod. Looking forward to this episode. Absolutely, absolutely. So, the previous match, neither of us nailed it, but we both predicted that Arsenal would come away with the win. Arsenal came away with a win. It was a close match, 3-2. Joe, what are your thoughts on the game? And probably starting with the end result, that final goal by Nketiah. And I put it out there, I said it was going to be a late winner, right? With 1-0 to, to take the job, to get the job done for a win for Arsenal. It so, just so happened to be a little bit more exciting that with the back and forth and the result then a win for Arsenal with a late goal. So I was really excited by it. I thought that lived up to the billing of a intense rivalry match between two really good teams. And so it was really exciting to be a part of, of watching that. Yeah, I agree. It, it was a, a blast watching that game. Man, you showed up and competed as we thought they would. Um, but 90th minute goal, and, you know, it, it was a well-contested match on both sides. So uh, I was not disappointed at all. I was kind of secretly rooting for Man U, but I, I did predict Arsenal would win and it'd be a close match, as you did as well. Um, something you didn't really note, I don't think, on the show last week, but uh, you kind of told me um, over the weekend, just in one of our conversations, was you kind of anticipated that Martinelli – and Saka might lose the ball quite a bit, and that could lead to counterattacks uh, on the other side. And, you know, lo and behold, I, I sit down, I watch the game, NBC, and I am a fan of both of those players, especially Martinelli. I think he's very talented. But, you know, after you said that, I kind of kept an eye on it, and guess who's turned the ball over uh, so often throughout the game? leading to opportunities and counterattacks on the opposing team. So, Joe, I want to give you some props there. I mean, you you called that. That 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 played out just like you said it would. Yeah, essentially that first goal was that. I mean, it was an opportunity where they, I think, probably in training would identify those moments where they thought that they could trigger the press to win the ball and opportunities and quickly turn around. That first goal was just that, a result of – Soccer losing the ball or being pressured to lose the ball to play out and get fine. Rashford pretty quickly in a, in a quick strike that really wasn't stoppable. It was a brilliant goal on his part to give them the one nil lead. And I think I even somewhat suggested as well that that was going to be what would open up the game to then be what we saw or what was in front of us is a back and forth. And then finally a winner from Arsenal to go ahead. Very exciting. Yeah. How about that strike from Rashford? You know, just knuckleballing it into right at the side of the net there and, and the goalie doing his best, making a dive, but uh, just, it, it was a perfect play shot. Incredible. It, it shows you the kind of caliber of player he is and, and what's ahead of him in his future. Uh, but the goal that really stood out to me as um, 
kind of one of the more significant ones, kind of the, more of the setup ones uh, that showed another athlete displaying a lot of uh, athleticism was the second goal in which there was a cross in to the box and you see an incredible header uh, and and he got really high up in the air to the to get in and again perfect placement so I kind of felt that that second goal set the tone for the rest of the match and it was just back and forth back and forth and uh, I was super impressed with that what was your takeaway with that second goal well that's what they needed a quick response to going down early at home and they put themselves in position to create that opportunity and chance and sure enough and Kedia got up and and finished to draw love and I think like you suggested setting the tone this this was gone. It's on now, in a sense, for both sides at that point. And so it was a very exciting goal to get, get things going and get things placed, moved forward in that contest. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm becoming a big fan of Ten Hag, absolutely. But is there anything that you felt that, man, you should have done that game that they didn't? Or did they show up and play the best that they could and, and just couldn't get it done? What I mean – is there anything else you would have done specifically to tactically change what he did, or would you have kept the lineup as, as it was? More so along the lines of as, as it was getting late, 2-2, I think, for what? It was after the 60th minute or so where it was drawn level. Probably, in a sense, need to go for it. And I think they're a little bit too conservative, too, a little bit too reserved in, in finding opportunities whether it could have been a substitution or a change in formation or tactics to get them that third goal to go ahead. I still more so question if at that point at two, two, they were more than satisfied to go that out of there with the draw when chances are with the way the match was set up, that they could have had a winner for themselves. So maybe that's the only question. And in, in I would ask is if they were at that point, just okay with the draw as opposed to maybe opening up and going for the win. That makes sense. Yeah. And then looking ahead for the next match that we chose to focus on, it's the FA match, fourth round, and we have two of the top teams in the Premier League. We have uh, Man City v. Arsenal for this upcoming match. And as you know, Arsenal is ranked number one still with that uh, win over Man U uh, in the previous match. And Man City coming off a big win against the Wolves, Holland with a hat trick, which I'm sure we'll talk about. And um, number two in the league still at this point with, uh, for Man City. So we have a big, well, you know, a big match coming up with two of the top teams, big stars. They're both going to show up, both going to be ready to play. So uh, I'm excited for this one. This is one of the games I'm more excited for. And I'm really curious to see how Holland performs because, yes, he had a hat trick in the last match, but I would say the competition wasn't as strong in the last match. So what's he going to do against an Arsenal, a number one ranked Arsenal team? That That's the question. And I'd like to see how he does against them and whether or not he shows up for this one or, you know, I'm going to say something a little, little controversial here. Is Eric Holland that good, right? Is he just scoring all these goals against competition that's not quite up to par kind of at the bottom of the league and when it comes time to play these big teams he's a little quiet and I know that's a controversial statement but I just want to put that out there is he as good 
as his statistics show, right? He's obviously good, but the number of goals he has, does that reflect his playing ability is my question. We have to put the point down that this is a different competition, though. This is the FA Cup. This is knockout round tournament football. Winner goes on, loser goes home. So you have to imagine that these are types of contests and games that maybe that type of player does rise to the occasion in a sense. And if it were a different time of the year and a different place, you have to wonder if there'd be some different lineups. But I think you could almost look at this match as being the dress rehearsal, if you will, for an upcoming English Premier League match featuring these two sides. So I think we're going to see Holland featuring in this contest. And I do believe, given the opportunity, he'll show up and perform at the highest level whether it, again, be in an FA Cup fourth round knockout match or English Premier League. I think that and if you ask a question whether or not he'll score, I, I have him scoring in this one. Okay, interesting, interesting. And again, obviously he's a great player. It's just his stats right now are through the roof. Uh, goals, he's even getting quite a few assists. I'm just wondering if, if how accurate those numbers reflect what's going on. Uh, obviously, Man City's a great team with – De Bruyne, Morez, Phil Foden. So I expect them to show up and do well. But I do have another question for you, Joe. Sure. So you said that Holland's going to be scoring in this match. I think that's a fair statement. I, you know, I I'm a little bit more hesitant to say that. But is he scoring off a PK, or how how is he going to be scoring in this upcoming match? That's a good question. In a sense, yeah, I didn't quite qualify the prediction there and giving you more details, but I think it could be through the run of play. I, I could see that him again, challenging the two center backs of Arsenal, providing just difficult situations. You know, you always see him. If you watch him, he's finding, he's making runs consistently. Is it a moment where one of the couple of two center backs switch off and he gets in between or get it around and gets himself into an open position. And what we've seen in the, again, in the league is that for the most part, when he has those opportunities, he finishes. So I'm going to go ahead and say, through the run of play situation where he finds himself in between the two center backs and with the ball, maybe first time scores, just powers it on to, to score a goal in this one. That's fair. That's fair. Now I do want to remind you that man, you found a way to just completely shut him out of the game and not let him get his touches. So are we expecting to see that strategy from Arsenal, right? Do we learn something about when you play against Man City from that? Is that a strategy going forward that other teams are going to take? Or was that just an off day for Man City, an off day for Holland and and not to be done again, not to be expected to happen again? I think to the first point, yes, other teams, opposition are going to be looking at how he fared in certain contests and look to see what they did to limit those and probably implement if they can with the personnel in place to, to follow that in a sense. So yes, but again, I think in this contest, given that he gets the start, given that the opportunity is there, I think he rises to the occasion. And again, he's, he's going to score this goal. And whether it be the winner, whether it influenced the match, the final result, I, that I can't say. But I, I have him, again, showing up in this contest, given he's whether he starts or comes off the bench. I think there's got to be a pl- uh, plan in place for him to be productive and to do what he needs to do. Yes, Arsenal doesn't need to count for that. Different side, different team than Manchester United, again, kind of gone and said multiple times different contests. And, and then in those instances, players tend to do different things and rise to the occasion. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. 
And so I, I fully expect Arsenal to be coming out ready as well, coming off that big win, still number one in the league um, by pretty good point margin. Um, are there main guys that they're going to be relying on for this match? Are, am I going to expect to see Saka, Marinelli? Are, are those the most dangerous goal scorers that they have? And should I expect them to see a lot of uh, – should I expect to see a lot of big plays coming out of them for this upcoming match? Well, as I've said, suggested before, this being the match of the week in the sense that there's no other contest in place and almost being a dress rehearsal again for upcoming, I think you're going to see all the key players of Arsenal featured. And if they're to win, if they're to get through this contest, it is going to require Asaka and a Martinelli to really rise to the occasion. And, and find themselves as it. And Kadia also, I mean, we, they, we've talked about before the the means and the way that Arsenal has multiple goal scorers and they, they get it done in multiple different ways. So I think that's something that you can expect as well. Again, could this be a contest where it's take some time for one or the other to score? And is it going to be late? Is it going to go level into extra time? And then it goes a penalty? I don't know. I don't. So we'll see. I, but again, those two names that you mentioned, I think could be very influential in this match as well. And if, Arsenal is to get through and to win, they're definitely going to show up. Yeah, and, and kind of going off of what you said to me um, about the turnovers uh, from those two players specifically and leading to counterattacks, if I'm Arsenal's coach, you know, I'm, I'm keeping my mind on that. I, you know, who who's more likely to give the ball up in situations and, and how can we limit that? Uh, is there any way to uh, move possession and still have those guys incorporated, of course, in the play, but not necessarily always being forced to be the playmakers. So that that's that would be my perspective. I would hope that their manager would be as aware of that situation as as you were. I mean, you you pointed it out, and had you not said that when I was watching the game, I I wouldn't have thought twice. But I mean, you nailed it. So hopefully, that's something he's aware of. And I think so. And taking into account what Manchester City is going to provide in this contest is also a part of the problem that needs to be solved going into this. But as the manager, it really is about his squad, the 11 that he puts out there to start and making sure there's a clear understanding of what they're going to do to play. Yeah, you can't be against the Manchester City side that's going to want to dominate in possession, give the ball away. So finding those means and ways to support those. I think what you saw... Zachenko, the way that he provided support, I mean, he almost found himself even in the left back position all over the pitch in the match versus Manchester United. Maybe that's what, he's going to put that into place, implement that strategy as well into this next one where you could find the interchange between what Zachenko and, and Jaka were doing there where some at times Jaka was outside on the left and then you had Zachenko pushing inside and providing support in the middle. To, so I think there's a lot of ways that Arsenal are finding to be very productive in possession Again, limiting the opportunity to give the ball away is going to be a key. What Manchester City does to provide that or to, to account for that so that they can then have the ball, I think, is also part of what Pep will be preparing his team. So I think it could be very much back and forth, maybe not a side ever really dominating, but most so which team can come through limiting mistakes, which team can come through when they need to finish, do they get it done? I think that's the type of contest that we're going to be in for with this, again, this FA Cup tournament knockouts contest. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And uh, Joe, I'm ready for my prediction. I'm excited. I'm interested in hearing what you're going to say and what your prediction is. Hopefully I don't just copy what you're going to say, but uh, Joe, whenever you're ready, why don't you take the lead this time? 
Well, I think with, again, where they're at at the table and, and the contest to look ahead and, and all the fanfare that goes along with, again, a tournament knockout match, I think Arsenal goes home after this. And what I mean by that is I have Manchester City win. I have them actually winning 2-0. Okay, so... I don't think we have a threat of me copying you. So yeah, Manchester City winning 2-0, just, just to make sure, right? That's correct. Write that down. <laughs> okay. All right. I shouldn't be as worried then. I have a drastically different outcome happening. And, and that could happen. That very well could happen. Um, both top-notch teams, and it depends who shows up. Is Holland going to be hot? You know, I, I hope so, but... You know, I, I'm curious to see how he does. I do think Holland will score one. I do. Um, he is a talented player. You're right. He he has awareness. He knows where to be, make those runs. So I, I, I see him scoring one, not three, not a hat trick, but I do see him scoring one, which is, you know, that's a major contribution. Um, I'm going to give Arsenal, I'm going to, I can't bet against Arsenal when they're on this winning terror and just coming off that huge win against Man U. I, I know the game's at Man City, but I got to go with Arsenal still. And I think we're going to have a repeat in the score um, of, Man U, of the Man U match. I think it's going to be a similar game, similar outcome, just back and forth, back and forth. And I think that we're going to see Arsenal winning this game 3-2. Okay. So, pitch pot here, not quite aligned in our prediction, but that's why we show up to have these conversations and maybe add some more intrigue and excitement when we're not quite making a similar same prediction. So, I'm looking forward to this match. I think, again, it being the first of the fourth round matches on a, on a Friday, it, it adds some, some excitement to it there. Looking forward to, the, to this week's match of the week. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if Holland does score a hat trick, I might be feeling pretty foolish. Uh, so I might have to take this video down if Holland scores a hat trick <laughs> in full disclosure. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> and Joe, I believe that you have uh, quite a few push-ups to do as well, being that uh, Holland does continue to be on his goal scoring streak. So I hope, I hope you've been training to get to 25 that's where we're at right now 25 push-ups that's 25 for now but i mean if he keeps up this pace you could be doing what 40 that's the word on the street in the sense of a lot of folks i've heard also additional predictions as far as i mean yes can he get to the 40 which means yours truly is going to have to provide proof of that ability to do 40 push-ups so gotta get on it jeff gotta get on it there you go hit the gym hit the gym you got it <laughs> well everyone thank you for watching we hope you enjoy our content here at the pitch pod please like subscribe and as always keep pitching out there everyone thanks bye in a game the round ball round posts anything can happen